and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. I'm Sarah. Who was yawning. Bored. <laughs> All right. Um, in this week's episode, we're going to talk about driving um, and we'll talk about cars as well. So the first thing we're going to talk about is and explore is um, some are some bad driving habits. Um, and then we'll talk about some driving statistics in the U.S. Um, and then at the end, we're going to talk about our dream cars, kind of. Uh, but I'm also going to talk about like the car that I want to look at for my next car, depending on like the type of car, not necessarily the next car. So before we dive into any of the uh, statistic, do you want to talk about um, like your personal driving habits and pet peeves, Sarah? Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is not using your turn signal. Yeah, that's um, annoying. Slowing to a complete stop to turn right. I hate that. You don't have to come to a complete stop to turn right. <laughs> it just it just annoys me. It really it just really annoys me. Yeah. So I. Uh, what about, so what's some, whatever some of your habits that you know are bad habits when you're driving? Or do you think, how do you, do you think you're a good driver or a bad driver? Um, let's just put on the record that Sarah has totaled two cars. Neither one of those accidents was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I have had one, no, two accidents. Both involved, no, sorry, three. Three accidents. Two, two involved a deer, both at night, and then one, someone lost control and ran into me and totaled my car. So I do have one car that has been totaled. Um, I think that, my, I think I'm a mediocre driver, honestly. Um, I think one of my bad habits is sometimes, I don't even do it intentionally, but sometimes I will dissociate while I'm driving. Like I'll still get there and everything's cool, but sometimes I don't remember how I got there. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> like, but that's 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 the the dissociation and like i said i don't always realize that i that i'm doing it until yeah yeah i well, i mean i've seen that that's happened to me before too um my gosh did you hear that mm -mm. okay good we're good <laughs> <laughs> and nothing happened i don't know what you're talking about moving on um <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, I mean, I personally think I'm, I wouldn't say I'm the best driver. I definitely know I'm not the best driver, but I think I'm a pretty good driver. I don't think, I do know I am very bad at speeding. Mm -hmm. I speed everywhere I go. Anytime I'm somewhere where I have to drive less than 70 miles an hour, it drives me crazy. I don't know what that is in kilometers per hour for those people. If there's anyone listening that miles, not Niles, dang it. Mm -hmm. Kilometers or kilometers, depending. So 70 miles per hour is 112 kilometers per hour. So approximately 112. So, I mean, anytime I have to drive slower than 112 kilometers per hour or 70 miles per hour, I am quite annoyed because I like to drive fast. I don't know why. Um, it doesn't help me get anywhere faster. Although my, I think my um, Apple Maps on my phone is starting to calculate my time travel time and incorporate my driving habit mm. to include the fact that I drive 90 miles per hour most of the time. <laughs> so I was looking, um, before we got on here, I was looking at some like top bad driving habits. So from Geico, uh, the number one bad driving habit is using your mobile phone while driving. Mm. I don't do this very often. I'll do it every now and then, but especially not when I'm driving really fast. Yeah. Um, but like if I'm stopped at a stop sign or stopped at a stoplight. Yeah. If I'm at a stoplight, I'll check my phone to see like if somebody's written me 
um, like especially if it's something important. Oh. Um, but in their their little blog, it says <clears throat> it may be difficult to ignore the ping of an incoming text message, but it's essential to keep your eyes on the road. With distracted driving becoming an increasingly important issue, expect more states to crack down on any use of mobile phone. In fact, Washington State just did so in an innovative way with the, its new DUIE, driving under the influence of electronics regulation. But regardless of where you are, put that phone in airplane mode before it you hit the gas i will never put my phone in airplane mode no while driving mainly because i mean one there is a driving mode that my phone can go into yeah but i use mine to listen to music um i have i use my apple carplay i know going forward any new car i get i cannot have a car that does not have apple carplay it's very difficult <laughs> um but then like apple carplay for me it replaces the fact the need to have my phone in my hand because it'll come up and let me know that I received a text message and all I have to do is touch it and it'll read the text message aloud to me and then I can reply to it right then. So it's, I don't have to pick up my phone. Most of the time my phone is stuck in the little center console area. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I was gonna say, I don't really, um, I don't really get to drive all that often. No. So, like, I mean, I occasionally will borrow Nick's car. Like, I have Nick's car right now. Um, but, like, generally speaking, I'm not driving anyway. Yeah. Which I think in and of itself has kind of affected my driving. I'm actually a little bit more cautious, I think. Especially because it's not my car. When did you... You didn't get your driver's license until you were, like, 20-something. Yeah, I was a week from 21. Yeah. Say, I got mine as soon as I turned 17. Yeah, well... I love driving. I'm a big driving person. I do hate that I have to drive 40 miles one way to get to work. That kind of sucks in the traffic, especially from Rhode Island to Quincy, um, is terrible. Like, there are spots where we're stopped in all three lanes going yeah. to... to going toward because it's going towards boston massachusetts so kind of makes sense <clears throat> so the first number one on their list was um using your phone while driving uh number two which is weird is um driving with headphones on and they say okay. listening to music in your car radio can be distracting enough but with headphones at your ears um you may be shutting out important noises like car horns railroad crossing alarms or emergency vehicle sirens as well as breaking some the law in some states you know how many states have a law against except deaf people drive and are some of the safest drivers and they can't hear any of those noises either so like I feel like at that point, if you have headphones in, it really depends on the individual. So you're not permitted to wear headphones in Alaska, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Virginia, and Washington Dang. while driving. That's a lot of states. That is a lot of states. Surprising. I, it's probably one of those that's not super enforced, though. Mm, like the whole not driving barefoot in Indiana? Not really a law. I don't know. Somebody told me at one point that it was, but like, how are they going to enforce that? They're just going to stop everybody. Be like, are you wearing shoes? Are you wearing shoes? Are you wearing shoes? I'm going to look that up. Let's see. Are you... And I'm going to be like, no, I'm not wearing shoes. Thank you. Probably heard the myth that it's illegal to drive barefoot, but in the eyes of the law, you can relax and kick back barefoot to the pedal. Let's see. 
Uh, is it illegal to drive barefoot? There are no state in the United States where it is illegal to drive barefoot. So that is a myth, Sarah. It's not technically illegal to drive barefoot in Indiana. Good to know. It's just deemed unsafe. I did it anyway. I know. I never, well, I did it a couple times, but that was when, like in the summer when I was wearing flip-flops. It's the only time I would do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just easy to chuck my flip-flop off. And I was also more worried about bending my flip-flop the way I have to sit with my foot. Um, so headphones is number two. Um, using your cell phone is number one. Uh, number three is tailgating. So following a car too closely can happen when a driver isn't paying close enough, isn't paying close enough attention to the surrounding traffic. It can also result in a ticket. The space you should leave depends on your speed and the local conditions. So is it a traffic jam or is it rain? Um, then trying to keep what's generally referred to as a reasonable and prudent distance from other cars. I've always heard you're supposed to keep two car lengths. I've also heard that. Um, Nobody does that. (laughs) So it's, what I've heard is, the car in front of you, the um, back tire, if there's, whenever it passes something, it should take two seconds for your front end to pass that same thing. That's what I've always heard. Okay. Um, so tailgating and then changing lanes without signaling, which we both said is something we hate. Yep. Um, it's dangerous. Like if you're not, if the person behind you is not paying attention or the person in the lane, you one, you're not paying attention to the person beside you. Yeah. Um, and you just change lanes without signaling, then it's going to cause an act. Um, number five is speeding. <laughs> <laughs> it says you're running late and traffic is light. You can shave a couple minutes off your travel time if you speed up, right? Not so fast. High speeds make a crash more likely, says the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, or IIHS. Uh, since it takes longer to stop or slow down, that appointment you're going, you're late, can that appointment you're late for can wait. Abide by the speed limit. I mean, I could do that, but no, I'm actually, I'm, I'm not that big of a uh, speeder, honestly. I am, I usually the most I will go over the speed limit is about five miles. I usually, so I'm bad. I'm not going to lie. I don't really pay that close attention to speed limits unless I'm in an area where I know there's like, it's heavily um, monitored by police. Yeah. Or there are some areas around here where it's um, a camp, like traffic camera monitored. Yeah. So if you're driving too fast and you want to know what's funny, I'm the one that's really bad at driving too fast. Ryan's the only one here that has gotten a ticket at a, dri- a camera for driving too fast. I remember you telling me that when I was there. <laughs> he was He's still mad about that. It's not my fault. Um, and then number six is not having your headlights on. That is a, actually a really big problem here. Yeah. Yeah. People won't turn on their headlight. Um, I don't understand that. I don't either, because I'm like, how the fuck do you see? You turn on your goddamn headlights, the fuck? Um, and then the last one on this list is not wearing a seatbelt. I'm bad about that when I'm riding with Lyft. Like really? if I'm taking, yeah, if I'm taking a Lyft, I'm riding in the back seat. I never put my seatbelt on. And like, I recognize I'm still supposed to be putting my seatbelt on, but I don't know. And it's like, and it's such a bad habit now for me that if I'm riding with Nick and Horace and I sit in the back seat, I will forget to put on my seatbelt. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think my car now has, if there's anyone seated and they don't have their belt buckled, it will ding the entire time I'm driving until Mm. they buckle. I know my, the Optima, the passenger seat did that. And sometimes if my cell phone was in the passenger seat, it was enough weight to cause it to trigger that there was someone sitting in the seat. 
it was crazy. Um, so I would just be driving, and if I ever put anything in the passenger seat, I would have to move it because right. I would just be driving, and it would just be going off. Um, you don't have to buckle it in. No, I just moved it. Um, so looking at some other items that are not the ones that we talked about. So there's from I Drive Safely. <laughs> it's a, a defensive driving class or website. Um, parking in illegal areas. Um, accelerating through yellow lights, which who doesn't do that? Yeah. Ignoring traffic signs, um, not checking blind spots, merging improperly, not using your turn signals, cutting off other cars, um, tailgating, speeding, using your cell phone. Um, so a lot of these are like distracted driving, tailgating. Um, this one website talks about rubbernecking or slowing oh. down to look at crashes. Yeah. That's, that's a bad thing. And I, so... I was telling Ryan, the people in Massachusetts are bad about that. Mm. And they're and they're also really bad about striving in general, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was another so in another one they talk about driving in bad weather and then road rage and driving while tired. Yeah. Here's here's the issue though, is like sometimes you have no choice but to drive tired. Yeah. Like not all of us have the luxury of being able to get enough rest. Um, and then I looked up some funny um some British motorists and their top ten icks is what this website says. It's from confused.com. Okay. So I'm gonna go from number ten to number one. Um so number ten is the headlight eye or headlight eyelashes. <laughs> Yes, those things are terrible. They're so ugly. I just want to rip them off every time I see them. But I understand. Individualize your car, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Um, And that's 14% of people surveyed said that they hate those. 21% say they don't like pink cars. Well, that's just a hateration. Uh, 33% say they don't like the fluffy dice hanging from the mirror. Um, 35% say they don't like steering wheel covers. Okay. Like, which some... I can kind of understand to a certain point because sometimes depending on like, especially if the, they impede your driving and make it less safe. Mm, that I can understand. Like most, especially modern steering wheels are designed to be the safest way to drive as a car. Um, And then 40% say smoking or vaping. Mm. Um, 44% say large spoiler. 45% say lowered suspension. 47% say loud music. 53% say loud exhaust. Mm. What what do you think the top ick factor in the UK? I don't live in the UK, but... 2,000 people surveyed and 81%. I would would definitely agree with the loud exhaust and the high spoilers. I'm asking what you think number one is. Oh, um... At 81% of 2,000 people. I don't know. Car stickers. What? People have problems with bumper stickers. What are bumper stickers doing to you? I hate them. Especially... they're funny. I think they're annoying. Especially when it's like you see those cars that have the entire rear end is covered in bumper stickers. But I think of it as from like a business standpoint, it's going to really kill your resale value having a bunch of bumper stickers on your car. And you may say, well, you can just remove them. But there's going to be a space where the, the paint on your car has faded that it's not faded because of that bumper sticker. Right. But so. you can always update the paint job before you sell it. Do you know how expensive it is to get your car repainted? No, because I've never had to do it. It's like two grand. Sounds <laughs> but, pretty dumb there, coach. Yeah. I mean, I think it's 
they talk about specifically um, honk if you're horny or baby on board. Mm. Like those are annoying to me. And I especially like when I see the the baby on board and they're driving horribly. Yeah, like, and they're driving like an idiot. It's like you don't care that your baby's in there. Yeah. Why should I care if you don't care? Yeah. Um, and then I was looking at statistics on accident and um, passenger vehicle occupant death Oof. by gender. And this just looks at two genders. Um, so in 2020, the driver of the motor vehicle, there were 13,153 male deaths in the United States, 5,091 female deaths in the United States Dang. in 2020, which I think that's that's odd. Not very many people were driving in 2020. Right? Like there was a whole thing where your insurance, my insurance, well, most insurance gave you a credit because of how little you were driving in 2020. Yeah, because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, here in Texas, they actually have, um, they tell you how many people have died so far this year in car accidents. And I remember it was like February and there had already been 56 deaths in like the Austin area since the beginning of the year in yeah. February. These numbers don't seem right to me. Like that seems really low for an entire year. It does seem really low. Only 18,000 deaths in a motor vehicle accident. Okay, it's not 18,000, sorry. Um, it's 18,000 for the driver. Total 76,039. Oh, okay. That sounds more right. Yeah. Which, it's bad that we're saying that. <laughs> that sounds closer to what we're used to. <laughs> yeah. Um, the passenger of a vehicle, there, the death of a passenger in a vehicle, there's um, male 2,851 and female 2,850. Hmm. A large truck driver, 370 male, 7 female. Passenger is 23 male, 10 male, or 10 female. <laughs> uh, pedestrian deaths caused by motorcycle, or motorists, uh, 4,595 male, 1,871 female. Cyclists, so bicyclists, uh, 807 male, 116 female and motorcyclists higher than for the male population it's higher than the female passenger or driver population 5111 males in a motorcycle accident passed away in 2020 hmm. and then 460 female and i lied it's um a total of 38723 mm. the last the last column that i'm looking at is for total total motor vehicle death um i thought that was just some interesting statistics that i wanted to look at i thought yeah oh, do you want to look at age for ages from april 2016 to april 2017 people ages 16 to 17 there were 2019 car accident of that it's 31732 no my Miles driven is 31 trillion 732 million 691,896. Good God. So 6.5% of males 16 to 9 were involved in an accident. Um, from 20 to 29, it's 3.9% uh, at 7,327. 30 to 59, it's 1.6% at 12,875. And then 60 to 69, it's 1.5% at 3,019. And then above 70, it's 2,924, and that's 2.8%. Um, for females from age 16 to 19, it's 
1.3%, so less than half of the male population. Um, 20 to 29, 1.1 uh, or 1.6%, so again, slash it in half basically 30 to 59 1.1 percent so just 0.5 percent less than the male population mm. and then 60 to 69 at one percent and above 70 it's 2.1 percent so looking at these statistics technically um the whole joke about women being worse drivers if you look at the statistic men are overall more more likely to have an accident based on this information <laughs> i mean afabs have already known this because y'all are the ones who uh, get charged more in insurance because y'all are more likely to cause accidents or be in an accident. It hurts me deeply that you keep saying y'all. <laughs> I've been living in Texas for three years. This is what's ha what happens. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, at least I'm not saying burnt. I will slash your tires. <laughs> Good news, I don't have a car. <laughs> You're driving one right now, aren't you? You're not going to slash Nick's tires. You don't know. Maybe Nick, I will. Maybe to you but you did <laughs> oh, so God. between you and nick who do you think is the better driver oh nick for sure he's a he's a really really excellent driver like i i really enjoy riding with him because i feel completely and totally safe and secure between you and me who do you think is the better driver <sighs> probably probably you but i i want to say that because you're a more <laughs> i love the look you're giving me right now um <laughs> You're a more uh, aggressive driver, but not in like a bad way. I have a tendency to be really timid when I'm driving because I don't like, because I don't like, <laughs> that's it. That's the end of the statement. You still period. like to drive. I just, I like to drive. I just don't like driving situations a lot of the time where people are being assholes and like, I, I don't, I'm very bad at the whole um, getting over when I need to because I'm like freaking out about the other person kind of situation. And I feel like you are very good at the uh, get the fuck out of my way or we're both going to crash. <laughs> it's I hate it. My biggest thing that I hate is when people um, merge and they're trying to get a head of everybody before they merge it's like yeah. you're just gonna get stopped anyways yeah you're you're merging for a reason i'm going to let you in so you might as well just let me let you merge and not have to deal with driving all the way up there this is ridiculous yeah no, i agree with that i agree um so let's go ahead and take a quick break and then when we come back we'll talk about um talk about cars i'm excited i love talking about cars um so i'm gonna i pulled up some information about the highest ranking cars or the best cars for 2022 in the united states so we'll look at that and then we'll talk about um cars that we want and then like our dream car all right all right, all right. we'll be back we will be back we be, we be back y'all <laughs> there you go sarah all right we'll be back thanks all right, welcome back. Um, so in this next portion of the podcast, we're going to talk about cars. Um, so first, I wanted to look at the top rated cars for 2022 in the United States. Um, and according to cars.us news um, for small cars, it's the 2022 Mazda Mazda 3 um, and the Honda Civic were number one. Mm. And then the Chevrolet Bolt, which is surprising because that is an electric car um, for luxury 
very small cars. It was the Audi A4 and the Audi A5 and the Mercedes-Benz C-Class for luxury small cars. Um, for hatchback, it's the Honda Civic and the Mazda 3 as well. And the Chevrolet Bolt, those are the same. Um, for compact cars, those are the same. The Honda Civic and the Honda Mazda 3. You cannot be a small car. I guess you can. Never mind. Subcompact is where I was going. Uh, it's the Hyundai Accent and Nissan Versa. And then number three is the Mini Cooper. I have always wanted a Mini Cooper, but being that I am a very giant person, a giant on the larger side, I would never be able to fit in a comfortably in a Mini Cooper, but I've always wanted one. Um, Mid-size cars is a Honda Accord and then a Hyundai Sonata. And then a Kia 5 is the is tied with the Hyundai Sonata, which they're basically the same car. They're on the same chassis. They have a little bit of a different design though. Right. <clears throat> um, luxury mid-size cars is Mercedes E-Class is number one. And then two is BMW 5 Series and Genesis G80 as well. Uh, large cars is the Toyota Avalon. And then the Chrysler 300 and Dodge Charger are tied for number two. I would never trust a GM vehicle, especially not Chrysler. Uh, large luxury cars is the Audi A7, which is a gorgeous car. Um, and then the Mercedes S-Class. And number three is the Genesis G90. And then for super luxury cars, number one is the Porsche Porsche Panamera. And number two is Audi A5. And three is BMW 7 Series. For hybrid cars, the number one hybrid car is the 2022 Hyundai Sonata. Ooh, and I like Hyundai Sonatas. Yeah. And then the... Uh, uh, Honda Accord Hybrid, and then the Toyota Camry Hybrid. Those are fun. Those are interesting. I really love, um, I mean, I just really like cars, but I have been starting for some reason to get into wagons, like station wagons. Yeah. I like them for some reason. I will, I will, I will never buy one, but I like them. I mean, hey, whatever floats your boat, man. This is a judgment-free zone from me. So you want to talk about like what car you would foresee yourself buying next? Honestly, if I, if I can, I probably want to buy a Hyundai. Um, they have really good gas mileage and um they're they're nice cars to drive i i like them um my other one is uh nissan altimus i love nissan altimus i would love for that to be my next car i've driven a few nissan altimus yeah they're not bad um my so for my next car i want it to be definitely electric um and i'm thinking i would probably do unless something crazy changes in the next uh because i probably won't get another car for another few years um Unless something changes, I want to get a Ford Mustang Mach-E because mm. they look great. Um, I would say Tesla, but there's some. I'm not a huge fan of Elon Musk, and I don't want to give him my money. That's fair. <clears throat> but I do love Teslas. I just wish they weren't owned by an asshat. Yup. I really I love Ford Mustangs. Um, I always wanted a Mustang when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, but like as an adult, I would I would probably um, want something a little bit more reliable, I guess. Not to say that Ford Mustangs aren't reliable per se, but like, you know, something a little bit more adult, I guess. Practical, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I liked the the fact that they came out with the Mustang Mach-E. I know a lot of people, especially Mustang fans, were kind of frustrated with it because it's an, it's kind of an SUV. 
um, and they made it electric, so they were annoyed with it, but it's like, cares. Right. <clears throat> but they are coming out with um, the Ford F-150 Lightning started selling this year. Um, I wouldn't get a truck, though, so I don't know that I, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't want to buy that. Um, and then there's the Rivian. Have you heard, seen this truck? I have seen Rivians a couple of times. They're there's, very interesting. Yeah, there's a truck and an SUV, um, but they're like a hundred thousand dollars yeah they're very expensive and they're then, like a house <laughs> yeah and then ooh, let me i have to look it up because there's a new company that just launched in 2022 um and i started vinhurst i think is what they're called let me double check i, was gonna say, I, haven't, I haven't heard of that no vinfast um it's a new suv type um electric car i think they are let me double check are they from i want, I want to say they're korean brand maybe that would make sense let me look it up just to be sure i hate typing on a um pc and then changing to the mac because it's the keyboards are just slightly different to where i hit a b instead of an n mm. um, um, Singapore. That's how they get you. That's where their headquarters are. And it was founded in Vietnam. Nice. <clears throat> but they just started selling in the United States this year. Vin Vinfast assumed ownership of the GM Hanoi factory. Oh, so no, it's not owned by GM. That's cool. Uh, but they're really nice. They look really nice. And they're more... Um, so there's like a V8 or a VF8. And it's kind of a mid-size SUV mm -hmm. and it can get up to 292 miles to the charge. Dang. Very gorgeous car. Uh, but I don't think they have any sales rooms in uh, around me. They're all in California right now. That makes sense. Cali. Um, but I mean, if they start, I, I want to hear like what they, what people, um, what people say about them first and then yeah. like what some feedback is before I look at purchasing one of them because they're not super expensive and i say that but i'm looking at the price and um it's fifty-seven thousand dollars. well i mean it's better than the rivian at a hundred thousand yeah and for a luxury suv because it does have like all the luxury stuff in it i don't know that it does self-driving but it does like um enhanced driving which i don't really care that much about the self-driving features to be honest you can tell that i've been at work <laughs> today because you said enhanced and my brain immediately went to muscle therapy which is uh something we offer at work <laughs> um and then so what is your dream car you said it in the chat yes so my dream car is a 550 spider porsche and it is um well it's most famous for being james dean's death car yeah because uh, it's the car he was driving when he died. Um, it's called The Little Bastard. Yes. <laughs> and supposedly it is haunted as fuck and uh, cursed. Um, but anyway, but I don't want that. I don't I don't want The Little Bastard. I I just want a car similar there. Dodge it. I love them. Um, I've always wanted that car. That, yeah, that's, pretty. That has been my dream car since I was a, a teenager. <clears throat> well, you're going to have to shell out quite a bit of money because in 2020, a 1955 Porsche 550 Spider, um, but it was, I mean, it was owned by Picasso's son, sold for 4.185 million. Yeah, yeah. That's well, why I mean, it's my dream car. I mean, it is a dream car, yeah. There's a reason that it, it's not my next vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, um, so for me, I have I have one that like if I ever have the money to buy I will 100% buy it. Mm -hmm. um, it's a Mercedes G wagon. 
or the G63 um, AMG version. Nice. Um, in matte black. And you even know what color you want it in. Yes. Or like a midnight blue, like a dark, dark blue. Either one. Um, but I mean, they're not very reliable and they get terrible gas mileage because they're a massive SUV. Right. But they're gorgeous. Um, and then I was looked up because I was like, I don't even know what the difference between the AMG and the normal or regular Mercedes is. And it is a, um, it's really just cosmetic differences. And then there's more, um, a higher performance engine <laughs> is the, what's included in the AMG package. Um, so it stands for uh, German word. I'm not going to try and butcher, um, but it makes, it's not tell you what the package includes. That's annoying. Uh, I just, I've always really liked the G-Wagons um, even before like Kim Kardashian. Kardashian Maybe. people that got, got a G-Wagon and everybody wanted one um i've always loved them i was gonna say i don't pay attention to celebrities that often so idk my bff jill yep um and then the uh, like the vintage car that i have always wanted but i'll never be able to get because i can't drive a stick shift is a volkswagen thing okay have you ever seen this car no it's awesome. Um, so have you ever seen 51st Date? Yes. That's what she's driving in the 51st Date. That yellow one. Okay. That's what I've always wanted one. I okay. think they're awesome. In, and I want it in the orange color, which is weird because I don't like orange. I was about to say, you don't like orange, the book. Don't, but I really like it. I saw one the other day and it was like the uh, electric green color. Mm. They're really cool, but they're also extremely dangerous to drive because it's just a sheet of metal. <laughs> in yeah. between like in the door well and there's no like if you roll it over they're all uh convertible so if you roll it over and it doesn't have like the braces or anything because it's literally just a desktop space yeah but they're really awesome i like them a lot they're not super expensive but i could never drive one there are some on sale for eighteen thousand nine hundred. it's the cheapest one and then there's like one listed here for 39.995 for dollars but those are those are my favorite cars. I, I like them all. I would really, like I said, I'm really looking at the potential of getting a um, an electric car for my next car. So I think right now it just makes sense. I've been wanting to look at getting an electric car before I got the car that I had now, which it's my 2017 Ford Explorer. Mm -hmm. I should have gotten an electric car, but I didn't. I have the BF8 and the BF9. Ooh, BF9 is gorgeous too. And it's a full-size SUV and it starts at 76,000. A little bit more of a jump. I think, but so the main reason I didn't get an electric car right now is because I don't really have anywhere to plug it in and the apartment complex I live in doesn't have charging stations. So it's like, it doesn't really make sense for me to get one because I would have to either plug, drive it somewhere and plug it in, leave it, or just plug it in at work and hope that that works for how much I have to drive back and forth. Is it bad that you said I have no place to plug it in and I heard my head, plug it in, plug it in. Yes, that's bad. You're a terrible person. <laughs> Tell me something I didn't already know. Um, So I want to look up some car trivia. That's the way we're going to end all of our podcast. Is it trivia? Yeah, I think it's fun. If you don't, then you're wrong. <laughs> I love that. You you don't, but I think so, and so you're wrong. Alright, so here are 70 car questions and answers. You won't. We won't go through all of them. Oh, thank God. Uh, what is the best-selling car of all time? Ford? What type? Like, what 
What car? Um, That's a pretty regular car. Pretty regular car? Yeah. Uh, Focus? Toyota Corolla. The best-selling car of all time. Toyota Corolla. Okay. What country consumes the most gas every year? Uh, the United States? Yes, 100%. Um, what year is considered the birth of the modern automobile? Um, hmm, 1980s? It was the 1800s. 1886. 1886. Yep. 102 years before I was born. Uh, what is the most color, popular color of car? Red. No. Hmm. And did you know that it's a myth? Well, it's not really a myth, but statistically it's impossible um, that the red cars are the ones that get in accidents most often. Mm. But <clears throat> they are pulled over most often. Oh, sorry. No, it's that. That's that's not true. It's gray or silver because there are more silver and gray cars than there are red cars. So they get pulled over more often. Hmm. Um, but the most popular car is, or color is white. Which I don't understand. I don't think I believe that um, because I think it's just that that's like the base color. So that's probably the one that gets sold the most because it's mm. the cheapest option. Because any probably. car you buy, if you get a color other than white, it's usually an extra like $500 True. when purchased new. Um, who designed what is considered the world's first automobile? That one I don't know. Carl Benz. Mm. So part of the Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Um, what is the fan in the popular cartoon show Scooby-Doo named? Mystery Machine. Yeah, I knew you'd know that one. Um, what is the average length of time an American will spend sitting at a red light in their lifetime? Over a year. No. <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> About six months. Well, six months. I, I mean, for you, it might be a year over your lifetime because you're terrible. I'm a red light jinx. <laughs> Um, the most expensive car ever sold was a 1963 Ferrari GTO sold in 2018. How much money do you think the card was sold? The card was the car was sold for. Well, it's a Ferrari, so upwards of a hundred thousand. Do you? Do, oh, okay. Let me go back. Hold on. My Mercedes G wagon that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. The uh, AMG G63. Yeah. The base price for that is 179000 Dang. So we're looking at the most expensive car ever sold. So Ferrari. And I'll give you a hint. It's more than, I want to say, I want to give you a hint without giving you too much. It's more than $25 million. You mean $25 million. It's more than $25 million. Million dollars. More than $25 million. Okay. $50 million? $70 million. Jesus Christ. In 2018. Three quarters of a billion dollars. That's insane. Who has that? Never mind. I was going to say, who has that kind of money? But did you say three quarters of a billion dollars? I said it was almost three quarters of a billion dollars. Um, what year was the first speeding ticket issued in the United States? Hmm. Huh. Um, I don't know. 1902. That's um, it's funny to think about. Like, <laughs> like, okay, that person, that must have sucked for that person. I bet you it was like, a dollar. It was probably like pennies. Um, what do the initials BMW stand for? I don't know. Bavarian Motor Work. I knew it was motor something. Yeah. Um, who was the first person to patent their successful windshield wiper? And interesting fact, it's a female. It's a woman. Hmm. I really have no idea then. And it's a very boring name. Yeah. Mary Anderson. 
Okay. Uh, what year was the first electric traffic light invented? Wasn't that in like the the 30s? No. No? Earlier or later? Earlier. Hmm. Well, I guess if the first speeding ticket was given in 1902, uh, the, <laughs> the first... Um, Electric stoplight. Why are you getting so close to the screen? Um, maybe 1910? 10 years after the first speeding ticket, 1912. Oh, so the year the Titanic sank. That's what caused the Titanic to sink. I Passage. knew it. I so knew it. If they wouldn't have invented that, then we would. the Titanic wouldn't have sank. Think how different the world would be without stoplights. Well... It doesn't say they invented stoplights. It's just the first electric one. Um, what's the largest, the world's largest automotive company? Think back to the first question. Toyota. Yeah, Toyota Motor Company. Or Toyota Motor Corporation. <clears throat> what car was first to be mass produced? You should know this answer. I, I should? Yes. Was it a Ford? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you can just say that. Uh, you don't need, need to necessarily. It's the Ford Model T. I was going to say Model T. So. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, then you did know. See? Um, the driving, the ultimate driving machine is the slogan for what car company? Mm, I don't know. BMW. Mm. <laughs> what is the name of the automobile that Batman drives? The Batmobile. This one's dumb. <laughs> it's the, the Batmobile. Batmobile. Yep. Um, There's a whole e song about it. What year was the first auto insurance policy created? And I'll give you a hint. It's before 19... So, if the first modern car was invented in 1886, um, let's say 1890 is when insurance driving a thing. 1898. Nice. Um, who invented the intermittent windshield wiper that is still used on vehicles today? That's just the process intermittent. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, I wouldn't know this either. Robert Kearns. Uh, what kind of car is associated with James Bond? Oh. Uh, I can see it in my head. It has my name in it. Hmm? It has my name in it. Aston Martin. Yeah, Aston Martin. They're very gorgeous cars. They are nice cars. <clears throat> what was the first foreign car company to come to America? Was it Toyota? Not Toyota. Okay, <laughs> so then was it Hyundai? Oh, Hyundai didn't come until, like, I want to say the 90s. Oh, so Mercedes-Benz? Volkswagen. Volkswagen. I want to check that and see when... Uh, 1986 is when the first Hyundai model was sold in the United States. Hmm. Uh, do, do, do. What did people use to indicate turns while driving before the invention of the turn signal? Their arms. Their arms. Well, it says their hand, but yeah, their arms. Yeah. Oscar J. Sim similar invented the turn signal in what year? <laughs> uh, 1920s? 1929, yeah. <laughs> um, what was what car is used in the 1980 film Back to the Future? Oh, it's um, I can't I can't think of the name. It's starts with a D. DeLorean. Yep, that's it. And they actually have. Did you see the new version of the DeLorean? I have not. You should look it up. It looks really cool. Dorian 2022. Let's... Ooh. 
it's gorgeous i saw it the other day in um a video of a car show that and is it, a sexy car and it actually has a back seat because the other delorean did not it was just a two-seater i think they have a version of it that is just a two-seater though yeah they also it's um an electric car yeah um, we'll just do a couple more and then we will call it a day how many car accidents are there every year in america it's in the millions oh, yeah i was gonna say it's in the millions of uh, three million six ew um what did drivers use to steer their vehicles before the steering wheel was invented it's a tiller i don't know what that is even. i don't either um according to kelly blue book what is the average cost of a new car in 2022 in the united states oh god uh 42,000? 47,000. Gross. Yeah, a new, that's the average. So like you have to think most trucks sell for over 50,000. Yeah. Um, I'll do one more, uh, a couple more. Um, what was the name of the 1969 Dodge Charger in Dukes of Hazard? I don't know. What? Like I know, but I don't know. The General Lee. That's right. Who is the protagonist in the Disney Pixar film Cars? <laughs> Oh my God. I know his name. His name? Lightning is... McQueen. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> oh God. How often is a car stolen in the United States? Oh God. Is that also in the millions? That's how often? In seconds. Oh, in seconds. In seconds? Yeah. Jesus. Every 42 seconds, Every a car 42 is stolen seconds. in the United States. A car is stolen. Okay. All right. See if there's, what was the most stolen car in America in 2022? Vehicle. I'll say vehicle because it's not a car. It's a truck. I don't know. The Ford pickup. I'm assuming like Ford F-150. Mm, which in, I was going to say Ford, but. Yeah. Which in most states, that's like the highest selling truck is the Ford F-150. What is the smallest car ever made? Ever made? I, I've never heard of this car. The Peel P-50. Peel P-50? Yeah. How many car accidents in the United States involve a cell phone? And it's a ratio. No idea. Every one in four accidents involve a cell phone. Uh, okay. See, there's an interesting one. Oh, there we go. Uh, what car holds the record for the fastest electric car in the world? Electric car. Electric car? Um, fastest electric car. Is it Tesla? It's a Tesla, yeah. Tesla Roadster 2020. Mm. <laughs> what does the famously known license plate on the vehicle in Ghostbusters say? Oh, God. Um, don't remember. Ecto-1. ECTO one. Um, according to CarMax, what percentage of Americans drive automatic over manual vehicles? And really, it should be over uh, standard because that's what it's called. Percentage. Do you not know? No. No. 96%. Did you hear my question? Only part of it. I heard. Oh. It says, according to CarMax, what percentage of Americans drive automatic over manual? Oh, it's actually higher than I expected it to be. Not me. No one. Not very many people drive manual. Um, and then the last one we'll do. Uh, what is the average length of a car ownership in the United States? Two years. No, it's higher than that. Dang. 12 years. 12 years? Yeah. Dang. That's ownership. I don't think they consider leasing ownership. Uh, a lot of people lease their cars, so that's kind of skewed that way. All right. Well, that was kind of fun. I like, I mean, I like looking at statistics like that, and I love talking about cars, so I had fun. What are you doing for the um, Labor Day weekend? Working. I have school stuff to do. Um, I have to write, stuff. 
write my paper and then I'm going to make Ryan because I don't think he has to work on Monday. Or I told, I asked him if he did and he said no. Um, but I'm going to make him help me switch the bedrooms around. So we're going to move our bed into the bedroom that you stayed in while you were here. Nice. And that, that bed into the other one because it's cooler in that room all the time. So we're just going to swap rooms. Okay. All right. Well, this will still come out on Monday. So I'm going to um, edit it and get it uploaded probably tomorrow um, and schedule it to come out on Monday. So if you're listening to this Monday, happy Labor Day for the United States and have a good rest of your week. Sarah, have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy your work. Mm, you too. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you would, please like, comment, subscribe, share, um, leave a review if you would like to. Um, if you liked it, leave a review. If you didn't, go away. <laughs> Um, and then if you would like to send us topics you would like us to talk about on the podcast, uh, you can send those to nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Um, and if you would like to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram at nowaboutthatpod as well. We don't do much on there. I just kind of usually post whenever I'm editing and show that and pretty much it. Yeah, we're kind of boring like that. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.